You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad. And I had the pleasure of reading a wonderful book recently called The Keening. It's a mystery of Gaelic Ireland and it is written by a Canadian called Anna Emery. And Anne has uh, a number of books under her belt, has a lot of awards. She's done very well in, uh, and is currently in Ireland. Uh, she won the 2019 Arthur Ellis Award for Best Crime Novel and uh, in 2007 uh, she got the Arthur Ellis for the Best First Crime Novel and when I look at the list of names of the books it would send a shiver up your spine like their Sign of the Cross, Obit, uh, Sicilian Vespers, <laughs> The Death of Christy Burks, Blood on a Saint, Ruined Abbey, um, so yeah, there's, and now we're into the Keening, and the Keening is set up around the Fermanagh border in that neck of the woods in Ireland. And first of all, congratulations and thanks a million for coming along for a chat. Oh, thanks for inviting me on, Austin. You're welcome. Now, the, um, one of the things I, I really enjoyed about this book, first of all, I learned um, a bit more of my Irish history. And I have to compliment you on your research. And I noticed that you are complimented regularly on the depth of research that you do and uh, how thorough it is. Um, so first of all, that. But th you have this set between two time zones. That's the 1500s, 1600s and modern day. And you jump between both places. And the connection between both that you have achieved does not leave me at any point or did not leave me feeling that I was going from uh, the 1500s, 1600s up to the 2000s. So you've done a fantastic job bridging. What is it that, um, that first of all, that this type of bridging of a story that appeals to you? I just, uh, I thought it would be interesting that to have the Tierney family continue on through hundreds of years, the Tierney guest house in the 1500s, and then have the, the same family, the descendants, running the hotel on the same property in our present day, and then they could have a dig on the property and find out something that connects them to the past and see if it has an effect on them today. And then they get to talk about the history of the time and what, you know, what, of course, Ireland was suffering from at that time. And they get to go over a bit of that. And they, of course, some of the things they read of the, you know, the, the, the terrible remarks were made about the Irish by the, some of the people who were sent over by England. So they get to kind of live through that vicariously, I guess. And in the bibliography, you have a library, literally. So again, yes. I mentioned <laughs> I mentioned the amount of research you did. Like, how much time in in and well, I couldn't say hours. This, uh, like, the research on this book alone. How how much time did you invest? Well, it's funny you should ask that because, of course, I had to put that bibliography because I didn't make any of this. I mean, I made up the story, but I had to consult so many experts, scholars, books and everything. When I started this book a few years ago, the idea came into my head and a friend here who's got Irish connections as well. But anyway, he said, by the time you finish researching that book, you're going to have the equivalent of a Ph.D. <laughs> and it is almost that much because it's way more research than I did for my master's degree. It was just because every single line has to be researched. If I say they went to the castle, how did they get there? You know, because, of course, it was surrounded by water at that time <clears throat> completely. Or, you know, how did they get to Dublin? How many weeks or days did it take if they went by ship from Ballyshannon around the country? If there was a story, you know, every 
every single line had to be researched. So, uh, and then and not, when, and not I, when only the when you published, said, when the launch yeah. occurred. Oh, you go ahead. Sorry, not only that, but when you said that, like, I wasn't aware that somebody would actually circumnavigate around Ireland to get from point A to point B. Because logically you would think, well, if I'm going from Dublin up to Ballyshannon or up to Enniskillen, I'd go across land. That's what I thought. That's what I thought until I talked to some of the transportation experts who said how difficult a journey it would be. Now, I do have the char- some of the characters going back over land, but they said it just would have been so much easier to go around in a ship because the land travel would be so difficult. Because I thought, of course, they'll just take you know, the horses or <laughs> go down. But no, nothing was ever simple. And likewise, you know, we're again going back to the late 1500s. That's um, the... Shipping lanes as such existed and that they were, there was obviously a busy marine industry. Yes, yeah. You know, the ships going back and forth between, you know, France and Ireland or Spain and Ireland, bringing wine in was the main export. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not just saying that. It was apparently the biggest export or import into Ireland, I mean. And then the fish and and hides and things going out. So, yes, it was quite... uh, Quite the setup, I guess, at the time. So, in bridging from then to now, uh, the uh, Tierney family, uh, we take it it's a fictitious name, or is it a fictitious name? And do they still uh, operate a hotel? Uh, Well, they are fictitious, but in my mind, they still operate the hotel. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I made up the names. Okay. You know, but the thing, you know, when you for for names of characters, I mean, I always have to do some research there to make sure I'm not insulting someone or, or you know, if it's a, but anyway, it was all right with the attorneys and attorneys in the modern times. So, and you have not been a writer all your life. Would that be correct? Could you say that again? Sorry. Um, you 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 not, were not an author all your life, were you? You didn't. No. no. I, this, this is something no, I always, that you came to. Well, I always wanted, even as you know, third grade in school, I was writing stories. Then it was so, so funny because we all had little projects, and the kids would write a story: my, the princess, my doggy, blah blah blah. And um, what was mine called? Something about an. What was it an incident or an interesting an interesting incident or something like this fool and I tried to make a mystery of it, but then I didn't solve the mystery at the end, but then I've learned in recent time more recent times to solve the mystery but uh, I always wanted to be a writer, but no I, I worked as a research lawyer for many years, uh you know reading, researching writing kind of connection there, and then of course, I could use the legal angles to some of the stories. And would you say that that background then in research, legal research, um, put channeled you into the depth and level of research that you would have put in for the Keening? It might have, or I might just have discovered that every single line when I try to write something, I realize I didn't know it and had to research it. But I'm sure it gave me kind of a that kind of feel for mm-hmm. enjoying research, enjoying reading, enjoying talking to scholars and, you know, this kind of thing. So... And I, I do enjoy it. Would you say then they, your draw to uh, North, the Fermanagh area, that is because of what's in your blood? Or is this, this is the first novel that you have written that is based 
in that area? Um, I guess it was partly it's because my people, some, some of my people too, I have a lot of people that came, you've heard the story a million times, but a lot of my people come from different counties in Ireland. But anyway, but I was interested in the, you know, okay, they're the Maguires and they're the, you know, the chieftains at the time. So I could use that. And I'd been to the city, to, to the town of Enniskill and I liked it. So I just thought, okay, I'll, I'll have that as the setting, have the castle, have the t- the guest house and this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just seemed like a good, and the people in Enniskill at the library, they were very helpful to me at times I've been up there. So it all kind of fit in. Just when I finished reading, uh, you may have seen on the Irish News where there was a discovery in Banlasloe of um, bones when they were doing roadworks. Yes, yes, I did. And um, I was talking to the archaeologist because I grew up in Mm Banlasloe. And I mentioned your book tour. And she she said she would be very interested and uh, looked forward to it. So uh, because, you know, the the connection between bringing in the archaeologists um, was fascinating. And I guess that 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 is part of what this is about as well. And when you talk about research, that's another aspect that you actually had to research was the science, I guess, associated with uh, a job like that. Oh, yes, I, I really, and I did uh, reach, you know, did a talk to an archaeologist who filled me in on the, some of the terms and the procedures that would be gone through because I didn't have a clue, you know, so that she really helped me with all that. Um, and, of course, any errors are mine alone, as we always say, which are true. So it's one of the things I, I think would be a fascinating occupation to be an archaeologist, but I think I'd be afraid if I went into it that I'd spend my whole life and never find anything interesting, right? <laughs> Just dig away and never find anything. But it's a fascinating, the whole area of it fascinates me for sure. So the uh, the basis of the story, uh, if you were to um, tell me in my in the 30 seconds, 60 seconds blurb that's on the back of the book that's going to suck me in, what are you going to tell me? Well, I would say that back in uh, 1595, there was a wonderful um, banquet at the Maguire Castle. But uh, the next morning was a tragic event that the uh, local woman physician, who was also a seer, a prophetess, she was found murdered. And she was a great, very close friend of my kind of my point of view character, Bridget Tierney. So Bridget and her other people around her are trying to find out, of course, what happened, who killed Sorica. And then I have a lawyer come into it as well. Of course I would. And one of the things that I was most fascinated with doing this book was the Breton laws. Mm-hmm. The old, the ancient laws are absolutely fascinating. So I got to work that in. I got a trial in and a bunch of things I was interested in. So there is a trial. There is a person who's accused and he goes on trial and whether he gets you know, convicted or not becomes a part of the story. And as you mentioned that you wove in the Brehan Law, and I found that fascinating as well, that uh, the whole process, which, again, when in this day and age, when we go through the school system and uh, we learn about our society, we learn about how it as is rather than as was. Mm-hmm. Right. And and what, what you did there was, was fascinating. Um, you're in Dublin. And I take it that um, you're researching and working on another book that's going to be based in Ireland? Yes, you're right. As a matter of fact, I am. <laughs> so it's going to be based. 
this one's going to be based in Dublin in the early 1970s. Okay. And uh, have a young, young Dublin fella who's going to join the guards. And it's not always easy for the, at, at that time, he comes from a poor background, corporal flats, all this kind of thing. And apparently it wasn't that easy for those young fellows to get accepted. Mm-hmm. And then I've had a very wonderful uh, retired Garda detective helping me out with my research on that. So I'm enjoying that. And I'm enjoying finding the locations and the streets. And, you know, so it gives me an excuse to to be here and spend a lot of time here. So. That's well, early early seventies Dublin, I can relate. I spent a lot of, time of that time cycling the streets around the Coombe and around uh, mm-hmm. up around Christchurch, all that area. Um, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was a, a wonderful place to be. Um, the book itself, going back to the Keening, it has been since it's you've launched. Uh, it has been got good reviews. Are you pleased with how it's being received? Yes, I am so far, yes. Yeah. I mean, I know that, you know, some people would, some people are really interested in history and some are less so, but the tend, tend to be the ones that would read an historical novel like this would be to have some interest in it. So, yes, I'm pleased so far, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I wouldn't, uh, yeah, I guess it is an historical novel, it is, and uh, it, it's crime. It's, it's it ticks quite a few boxes, but one of the boxes it definitely ticks is it's a, fan, a fabulous read. Uh, it's it's an engaging read, and your writing style oh, thank you. is yeah. is really really it's it hooks it, it sucks you in, which I guess is what the whole point is. And um, uh, you know, oh, thank I, you very much. I appreciate those those comments, Austin. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's and when I was listing down the list of titles that you have, there's another author who, whose name goes through my head. An Irish author is based in Galway, and some of his titles would be on a similar vein. I don't know if you've come across um, um, the Jack Taylor series. Yes, I have. I read a couple of those. Yeah. Yes, and you know, there's that He's same. A he is a character. <laughs> <laughs> in so many ways. <laughs> He is indeed, um, yeah. and uh, that's that kind of, um, I guess, a border on the, I won't quite say the occult or whatever, but there's that darkness there, and that's also coming across oh, in yours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, some of them, they did get, get into that. And it's, you know, some of the books you mentioned, I think titles or the ideas behind the books or something, and some of my titles have come from, you know, Though the Heavens Fall, that book, the title came from the the Bridewell Garda station behind the forecourts where there's this the um, inscription on the building, Fiat Justitia Rut Kylum, which means, you know, let justice be done, though the heavens fall. And I'd seen the building before, but one time a couple of years ago I was looking at it and I just stared, that's my next book. That, you know, justice will be done, but the heavens are going to fall. So that's... You know, that's where that came from. And other titles come from the name of Street or in Wexford, this kind of thing. Not that there's not that's by far the only one. There's hundreds of them. But so ideas spring up from all over the place. That's for sure. Indeed. Well, Anne, as I, say, it, I really enjoyed the book. I can't recommend it high enough. It's uh, a great read and a great story. Um, and you had a, you had me hooked right to the very end. And I did not suspect who the guilty party was. Oh, good. 
Um, yeah, and, oh, I appreciate your saying that, yes. Um, yeah, no, and I, no way would I ask a question that might indicate anything like that either, because if you want to find out who the guilty party is, you're going to have to read the book. Uh, That's right. <laughs> That's the only way to do it. <laughs> the only way. Uh, yeah. It is on yeah. sale. That's the only uh, way I would... Uh, yeah, so it's at all good retailers, and I presume online as well, Anne. Mm-hmm. Um, and if yes, that's right. And also, they have just made it. So I'm sorry, they just made an audio book of it as well. An Irish fellow doing the reading, and I've heard it, and it sounds really good. So that's going to be coming out as well. Audio book version of it. Fantastic. Um, your website is, and uh, I'm looking at it here, you are anneemery.com. That is A-N-N-E-E-M-E-R-Y.com. And uh, you'll get uh, right. all, all of Anne's books there. And uh, I look forward to finding out more about the Dublin book when it uh, eventually hits the shelves. All right. I'll make sure you know. <laughs> And it's been a real pleasure chatting with you. Enjoy. Oh, it's been a pleasure for me too. Enjoy Dublin. Enjoy Ireland. Um, oh, I will. And uh, yeah, you're you're going to make a lot of people envious that uh, you're able to get a place, stay over there, and uh, mm-hmm. absorb the atmosphere. That's right. Yeah, I'm doing that for sure in, in so many ways. 